Today, we've started a new podcast series that deals with how one acquires their legal status here in Costa Rica. It's a very important process from start to finish, a process that more and more individuals and families are doing. So many people moving to Costa Rica now, so much stress and uncertainty in the lives of many all over the world. And Costa Rica seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle land of peace, tranquility, awe, and wonder. <laughs> Today and throughout the coming weeks, I'm going to be speaking with Kevin McNamee, who is the principal of Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have been helping hundreds of people acquire their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many, many years now. He's an expert, he's a professional, and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm happy to have him here with us. We're going to record a series of Q&A type episodes, very short. Each episode will address and answer two or three questions regarding the residency process. You're going to learn about where to start, how the process works, timeframes, and so much more. Kevin, welcome, and thanks for your time today. It's appreciated. Well, thank you for the invitation, Skip. I'm only too happy to talk about Costa Rica, my Costa Rica, and what we do down here. My pleasure. You know, we've talked so many times before. And I know that you're passionate about this job, and we're here with our many listeners, and they're eager to hear what's involved in the process. First, how long have you lived in Costa Rica, and how did you get involved in this business? I thought you came down here to retire. The idea originally was to retire here in Costa Rica, but we came down on vacation through late 1980s with the idea that if we like it, we would make some kind of arrangements so that we would have a, a legal status here. We were here two or three days and looked at an investment that we both liked, immediately put our money down and literally went back to Canada with the idea of, of eventually coming back to Costa Rica to live. Several years later, we were living here, 1990 actually, we moved here full time and we've lived here literally ever since. It's by far the longest place we have ever lived in our lives. My wife and I met originally in the Caribbean in the mid 60s, came back to Canada, got transferred back to Canada with our respective jobs, and then realized that we wanted to see be in different parts of the world. We spent years looking at Mexico, the Turks, Caicos Islands, the Cayman Islands, of course, Hawaii, a, a small jump from Vancouver to see that, and uh, ended up on vacation with the idea of going to the British Virgin Islands, canceled at the last minute because of a, a strike there, moved, went to Costa Rica, and again, like I say, two days later, three days later, decided this was the place for us. We've, we have been here ever since. And it all worked out for you. You know, a quick question. What have you found to be the biggest reason that people move to Costa Rica? Oh, there's so many reasons for so many people. The, the overriding one is perhaps the cost of living, the perceived cost of living, perhaps it's even a more accurate word. Is it cheap to live here? Not not as it was 30 years ago, but show me a place anywhere in the world that's cheaper now than it was 30 years ago. But the 
cost of living has to be a factor. Perhaps the most germane factor would be the weather. It is darn near perfection here. Here I live in, in the Central Valley outside of San Jose, and the weather very seldom is below 60 and very seldom is above 90. So in that zone, you just literally cannot beat it. We have two seasons here, as we jokingly say, we have the brown season and the green season. And the green season, of course, would be the rainy season and the brown season being the dry season. But to sum up the weather, rain-wise, everybody's happy to see the end of the rainy season. Everybody's happy to see the end of the brown season. It's just about an ideal mix weather-wise. Oh, that's fantastic. And I'm sure it's a lot better than that Canadian weather, too. Hey, a two-part question for you. How long does the application process take? And should they wait until the last minute to get started? Or if they know for certain that they're going to be moving to Costa Rica, is there an advantage to contracting or, excuse me, contacting you immediately? Well, again, sort of a multifaceted question, multifaceted answer. People, the scariest words we hear on a phone call from clients or potential clients is, we're coming to Costa Rica and our goods are on, on board on the way already. And and it makes you shudder saying, well, wait a minute, let's have, do some preparation here. Fine, moving your goods down here is, is one one factor. It's easily done. Not, a, not, not terribly complicated. But do you, the potential client, know what type of residency do you want? Do you need, do you know what qualifications you need financially? Do you know the paperwork you need to bring down with you? And unfortunately, quite often the answer is no. So we have to, or we want to, we assist with them getting their paperwork. But communication before you actually make the move to get to find out from us what paperwork you need and how to get it. And we spell it out not only in our handwritings and such, but also in our websites. We are very thorough with the information and we make sure it's accurate and make sure, of course, it's up to date. But if they follow us and work with us hand in hand, when they come here and we check their paperwork, it should be letter perfect. We can do it long distance by sending, applying for the various documents from your home country, but common sense dictate, work with us and get it done, that paperwork done, and bring it with you for us to review and submit to our lawyer. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, as soon as you get involved, you're going to do it right. And this goes into the last question here. Are we able to apply for legal status ourselves without the addition of somebody like you? who has done it so many times that it's second nature? Yes. Yes, we get that question quite often. Can I do it myself? The main, the main concern is how proficient are you in speaking Spanish, writing Spanish, because this is a government agency, immigration. Everything is in Spanish. Everything, depending on your country of origin, must be either witnessed or apostilled in your home country and brought down and then translated here. So 
Yes, you can. In fact, we rather we have no hesitation in giving people the information and steps what they need to take. Why? Because invariably within two or three months, we get a, a phone call or a proverbial knock on the door saying, um, could you could you take over and get us our cedula? That's your your legal status that you're you're requesting because it's over their heads. So we, we jokingly say, sure, just just a deferred uh, prospect becoming client. That's all. But yes, you can do it. It is cumbersome and a bit unforgiving when it comes to dealing with immigration, particularly now that two of the statuses are done digitally, digitally, and you won't have the opportunity to discuss in person what you're trying to say. Certainly, it's a very complicated process, but for you, it's uh, it's quite easy, and you're going to make their life uh, a little bit more, more simple. Hey, uh, Kevin, thanks a lot. That's all the time we have right now, but we've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address in the program notes that's associated with this episode, and I urge you to follow up and visit his website. Lots of great information there, like he said, and when you're ready to, to have your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, I'm sure Kevin will be happy to speak with you. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next episode of How to Acquire Residency here in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. We really appreciate it.